0: Herzlich willkommen, sianamgela, and welcome to the Bundesliga Connection with Chris Harrington on the SL Podcast in partnership with DW Berlin.
1: It's time for the latest from Germany's domestic football league, the Bundesliga, and more. For that, we are joined by Chris Harrington from our partner station Deutsche Welle in Berlin, Germany. Chris, it was a seven-goal thriller between Bayer Leverkusen and Borussia Dortmund on Sunday, and no Haaland in the Dortmund lineup definitely hurt the home side.
0: Yeah, especially when you factor in the boos and the whistles, the uh, home team Dortmund got from their 12th player on the pitch, the fans. Thousands of fans were on hand. You know, they had the return in the second half of the season, thanks to some relaxed uh, COVID-19 policy, but it didn't help in terms of Ellen Haaland. Seventh time this season he hasn't been in the Bundesliga lineup in a match for uh, Dortmund, and that hurt, even though their record is kind of not that bad. I mean, four wins and two draws without Holland, their number one striker, you know, but uh, ahead of this kickoff, I did think Leverkusen News would give Dortmund a bit of an advantage because Leverkusen were missing their captain and goalkeeper, Lucas Radecki for the first time this season. income come Lenart Greil, you know, uh, getting his uh, first Bundesliga start, his fifth appearance. He's conceded seven goals so far. So I thought it'd be a, you know, kind of a lopsided result in Dortmund's way, but own goals early in the match, uh, helped reset the score 1-1, thanks to Manuel Akanji and uh, Jeremy Frimpong. But uh, I mentioned Florian Vitz. You know, being a highlight for Leverkusen, he made the difference, gave them a bit of an advantage, made it 2-1. And then uh, two goals later, Dortmund are in the hole 4-1 heading into the break. You know, I had to check the stat book and see when the last time Dortmund conceded three goals in the first half was. It was back in 2019 versus Paderborn. But in that match, they battled back and leveled. This match, it just wasn't the case. I mean, they couldn't get things started at all. You know, I mentioned uh, Musa Diaby's lightning speed, another asset uh, for the Leverkusen side. You know, he he solidified the victory, basically a nail in the coffin, making the 5-2 lopsided result. You know, no one on Dortmund's side was happy after this match. You know, uh, and as I mentioned, you know, the booze, you know, don't make it any better, especially when they're coming from your own fans. You know, when they're just happy to be back and watch the action, not the action they wanted to see. Leverkusen, on the other hand, though, they are remarkable offensively right now. They've scored a league high 13 times in the opening 15 minutes of a match this season, which is remarkable. Their goal tally is already better than it was last season. So Leverkusen is definitely, you know, a team, you know, uh, to look out for uh, as the season progresses. But another tough loss, you know, for Dortmund. They did have their uh, young captain, America player Gio Reyna, you know, made his return, but uh, nothing to show for it really. You know, and all in all, Dortmund's going to have to figure out what they're going to do because obviously when they drop points, they make it that much easier for Bayern.
1: Chris, Bayern got all three points against RB Leipzig. However, the Bulls made it interesting.
0: Yeah, they did. You know, it was a battle of uh, old classmates. Back, you know, in Germany, you have to go through the schooling process to become a coach. Julian Nagelsmann, now at Bayern, was classmates with Domenico Tedesco. And uh, they were considered the top of their class. You know, so a tough match was expected. You know, but Thomas Müller, Robert Lewandowski, they were on target. And uh, Bayern Munich actually benefited from an own goal themselves, you know, and uh, that's interesting because looking at that stat, <clears throat> RB Leipzig, it's only like their third own goal in well over 100 matches. So that's something they don't give away easily, you know, and that was, you know, a decisive goal in this particular match. Uh, no one can stop Bayern scoring, you know, Bayern after the game, Leroy Sané talked about how hungry Bayern are right now. They're going for the gold, you, you, you know, they're trying to get theirs right now And uh, in terms of their scoring They've extended their goal-scoring uh, record to 80, uh, 68 matches in a row right now. The last time they were scoreless was uh, against RB Leipzig. It didn't work out that way this time. And uh, Lewandowski picking up a goal, he ended his uh, one match without a goal, you know, this season. You know, but all in all, the goalkeeper for RB Leipzig summed it up. They said they made too many mistakes. They made it easy for for Bayern and Bayern being the team they are having the depth they have is a side that just punishes mistakes and that was a classic case. I mean Leipzig they were they've been hot lately, you know, but Bayern is a team that can cool anyone off in the Bundesliga given you know their talent and their depth. And uh it seems like they're an on and off switch that's typically on for most of the uh time. You know, uh but they did get a bit of bad news I'll touch on later that could be a difference maker for those uh trying to chase Bayern in the standings.
1: Three of the top four teams dropped points this match day. Chris, will we see some changes in the standings soon if this trend continues?
0: Well, technically, it was uh, three of the top five teams because, you know, Union Berlin and Freiburg are neck and neck. But Dortmund, as I just mentioned, they fail. Uh, Union Berlin and Freiburg uh, also uh, were defeated. Uh, more shocking in those results the union and freiburg results there were no goals scored in union's defeat to augsburg augsburg is a team they should easily be defeating right now and uh taiwo awani made his return from the afcon he didn't look that good at all you know in attack he was subbed out of that match you know had a relatively low rating you know when you look at it from that uh perspective uh but all in all they're gonna have to uh you know, continue uh, turning it back on. I thought losing Max Kruse would be a big loss for them, and it's kind of proven to be the case, you know, because their last win was thanks to their former captain, Max Kruse, who uh, were successful. Wolfsburg did win, you know, on Sunday night as well. You know, but uh, Freiburg. Freiburg is another team that was in the top of the standings that lost to Cologne, a team that's kind of been rebounding thanks to Anthony Modest, you know, who scored the uh, only goal in that match. You know, uh, but that's also a kind of competitive matchup. Freiburg and Cologne, the first time they met, it was a draw. You know, Cologne kind of got the better end of that equation this time around. But I do believe we will see some interesting results as the season goes on. You know, you have Augsburg, Stuttgart, uh, Grutter, Fürth, all at the bottom of the standings right now. They're fighting for their survival. Anytime you have a scenario where you have to fight, you know, just to live, you might put up a bigger fight and teams tend to fall asleep, you know, if they're in a comfortable situation right now, if they have no threat, you know, of being uh, demoted to the second Bundesliga. So I do expect, you know, uh, some interesting results as the season goes on, especially when you, when you factor in uh, injury bugs, uh, often biting uh, teams once in a while as well.
1: Chris, switching it up a bit, Bayern's trooper Moting said he felt disrespected by Cameroon's coach during the AFCON.
0: Now, you know, when you understand the playing time that uh, the Bayern Munich forward, you know, considering he's a Bayern Munich player, you know, the most known player on the roster, you you might think he'd get more respect in terms of his uh, playing time. Well, he was upset because he wasn't used in the quarterfinal or the semifinal matches, you know, and um, ahead of the final match, uh, the third place match, I should say, he told the coach he didn't want to play. You know, uh, he, he didn't want to be used. He felt disrespected. You know, obviously, g- given the fact that what he's won and who he's played around, you know, and other things like this, you understand why a 32-year-old forward would be upset <laughs> and not getting playing time. You know, but the coach did respond. You know, the coach said basically, you know, uh, 48 hours after all of the players were basically running on fumes, they went into extra time. The coach didn't want to take any risks. That's why he reshuffled the team, and he, he – has congratulated his Cameroonian side for picking up the third place finish, you know, in the AFCON. But it's understandable. You know, you're going to have emotions come out when you feel like you should play. You look at uh, Eric Chopu Moting's age. You could argue this is, <clears throat> this will be his last, you know, uh, tournament to represent his country. So uh, it's understandable. But uh, now he's back to domestic duty with Bayern Munich as they chase to defend their crown. I'm sure he'll be focused on that and focused on uh, filling whatever, uh, void Robert Lewandowski uh, leaves when he takes a pause because that's obviously some value Eric Chopu-Moting has left uh, to offer any team he's part of.
1: Thank you very much for the Bundesliga update, Mr. Chris Harrington from our partner station Deutsche Welle in Berlin, Germany. Have a fantastic day further. Danke und auf Wiedersehen. The Bundesliga Connection is a team effort driven by the following incredible individuals. The show is hosted by Aidan Hewitt and Chris Harrington, it is produced by Chris Harrington, it is edited by Aidan Hewitt and Uli Presh, and graphics are provided by David Sculard.